Welcome, everybody. Hey, it's Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And boy, I'm starting off with high energy. Those cookies did me good. Well, <laughs> there's nothing like low sugar. <laughs> <laughs> wow, zing. Anyway, um, anyway, as I said, I'm Eileen Grimes. And that was Doug, my co-host. Just popped in, you know, and I had to say something. I know. After a long ride to Seattle area. That's right. You had all that traffic you had to get through. Half hour took me two hours. Well, half hour for two miles. Oh, geez. I My condolences. It's just typical Seattle traffic. Uh, two semis laying across the, all the lanes. That makes it both ways. Just like those telephone poles were laying across the street. Yeah. That was really... You were talking to me about that earlier. It's just wacky stuff. So it's anyway, real wacky stuff. Real wacky stuff. Anyway, so okay, today we have on a very special guest, Miss Rebecca Eigen. She is an astrologer. She's what we call a Jungian astrologer, and she talks about the shadow side, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, which will be kind of fun. I told you I haven't seen my shadow I yet. I know you said that it already. It follows me, I've been told, but I have <laughs> never seen it. About three feet behind you. Oh, okay, that's the problem. <laughs> I've never walked back there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So anyway, we're going to be talking about that. And our astral celebrity today is Mr. Mick Jagger. Fun, fun guy. Yeah. I mean, we're talking zippity-doo-dah for him. But he's not so, zippity is not so doo-dah right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because he had a heart heart valve replacement replacement surgery. And I figured, well, I was going to go do somebody else that I wanted to do. And I thought, I better look at him because I know his chart's pretty cool anyway. So we're going to be looking at him during the Astro Celebrity of the Week. But first, we're going to actually start with a new feature, kind of sort of a new old feature. Uh, I did a feature called the Astro News of the Week. I did it weekly, and that was a few months ago. But we're introducing Astro Forecast of the Month. That's what's coming up after the break. And we're going to be looking at events that are coming up for the month. And there's a bunch of them. Lots of them. Lots and lots. We're going to talk about them and what that means and what it could mean for all of us. Okay. Anything else? Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff today. I think it's going to be a really active show. So um, I know that Jupiter is about ready to shift directions here in a few days. That'll Mm -hmm. be interesting to watch. And uh, so we'll see what happens. You Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, after the break, we're going to be starting with the Astro, what is it called? I just, my brain just, Astro Forecast, my brain just went, it went right out. Yeah. Yeah, good idea to be you a radio you talk You started show host. to say it with Jupiter's going to go retrograde, yeah, and then all of a sudden you got lost in it. I know, somewhere <laughs> it just got off. Thank God it wasn't Mercury retrograde. I know, and I'm, I am blame it on that, but I can't. Yeah, so, now you got to blame it on yourself. I know, pretty much right. Anyway, so after the break, we're going to be doing that. So we're taking a break right now. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. 
Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. And there's the music. That is, that's our, isn't that nice? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. intense. That, that was the music from the Astro News of the Week, sort of a bulletin type thing. I got you know, it. Like breaking news. This is. This is breaking news, actually. Okay, this is breaking astrological news. So anyway, this is the astro forecast of the month. And we do this the first week of every month. That's what we're going to do. The rest of the month, rest of the month we're going to have regular stuff. But this month, we have to add this. Okay, so what do we got? We have three planets. Let's, let's start before that with the fact that all planets are direct right now. That's very true. <clears throat> You're right. And this did happen before the Mercury retrograde, but now it, after Mercury is out of the way, this is the first time where they're all going direct. Yeah. Last time, 561 B.C., Next time that they're all like that again, 2854. That's hard to believe. It really I know, is. it I is, know. isn't it? It's really hard to believe. but Something's always in the wrong yeah, direction. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I remember, now I tend to disagree with you because I know what happened last year, beginning of the year, a couple of months Well, worth. they didn't talk about it. Okay, well. So I mean, we'll, we'll go with the lie they told <laughs> us. Yeah, the, why lie tell a good story? You know? Why tell, why why tell, tell the, the truth and ruin a good, good story? story. That's, That's exactly right. right. So we're going to do that. So anyway, the first one is Jupiter. It's going retrograde on the 10th. Now, most people out there are going, what's a retrograde planet? What's a direct planet? It's important to know because um, a retrograde planet is when it, from your Earth's perspective, it looks as though it's backing up. In the sky, even it's though it's just they don't. pulling away, it's pulling away, it's moving that way behind us or whatever. And a planet that is retrograde in your own birth chart that's a whole different story. I mean, I'm really getting to know this by my research for my book on stationary planets. That's stationary planets are the other thing, they're stationary, they're, there's retrograde, direct, and stationary. And so, I'm de- dealing with the stationary stuff. But uh, when they go retrograde, things tend to go within. A lot. A little more introspective, a little bit more deliberate looking at things. And people start thinking much deeper. Yes, they do. They tend to do that. So Jupiter is coming up on the 10th, and that will be interesting because Jupiter is about opportunity and growth and and your doors opening up for you when you least expect it and and just having an expansive life. So anyway, yeah. You and I both have Jupiter at the top of our charts. We love that. And... It's the best place for it, I swear. It really is. I have someone that has it in their second house, and they go, I don't want it in any other house. And I thought, why not? It makes sense why. Megabucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that may be true, but But. if they're not on that spiritual realm with it. Yeah, that's true. Jupiter has a real strong spiritual realm. Yes, it does. You have to have that involved before you can get the rest of it. Yeah, that's what makes it different. That's right. It does. Okay, so we have that, and I'm not sure if we're going to notice anything so much. I think right now, because it is the six, it's four days before, we know that Jupiter is starting to station. And so the, anything that's Jupiter-related may start playing out in the news. Just watch the news a little bit for all this and see what happens. Because then after that, on April 24th, that's a couple of weeks, Pluto's going retro, and oh, geez, you know, I always kind of duck when this goes retrograde, you know, because usually deep things happen. 
What big, else? deep thing. Big, deep thing. Especially when it comes to governments, governments banking, yeah. um, industrial complex. Yeah. All of that comes to the surface big time. Everything that's been hidden from us. It's consciousness, too. Yes. And how we actually deal with things as a body of something. And just with that alone, as far as everyone thinking on the pos- on the aspect that they're looking for truth, mm-hmm. that's pulls true. the truth to the surface. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's an energy that just is there. Yes, it is. And then Saturn, five days later, yikes. Okay, we got Saturn and Pluto together, and that's tough. So that's sort of like all that stuff you mentioned about corporate and stuff, except now they're really going to get to it. On a grand scale. On a grand scale. So watch what happens with the government this month. It's going to be very, very serious. And we're sort of seeing that stuff kind of already happening right now. There's just so many, there are power struggles going on between the Democrats and Republicans. There's no, I think it's more deep state and the people. Well, yeah, but that's what's underneath it, but it's on the that's surface. That's just, the, the surface is nothing surface. but a soap opera. Yeah, most people look at the surface, <laughs> I know. It's a soap opera. I kind of look at the surface <clears throat> and I go, but I know what's going on underneath. I know what's motivating it. You well, know. when the Mueller report comes out, people should watch and see what happens. And that's supposed to be out by mid-month, supposedly. And supposedly the 12th, so okay. we'll be we'll have to knowing keep soon. Out. You know, and by the way, we are moving into the um, Titanic days. That's right. April 10th and through the 15th. And Eileen wrote a great book about the Titanic, oh, so you. if you people haven't read it, get a copy, yep. you'll love it. It's, it's, well, if you can get it now, it's basically, that's it's out of print. Well, you never know. Maybe it's on Amazon. Someone read it and yep. had, didn't want to keep it, it in their book file. That's right. It's, you can usually find it at a used bookseller. I know. get rid of books after so long. I'd have so many I couldn't get into my bedroom. Well, you're a double Gemini. What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Much rather read than watch television. Yeah. I guess that's why I don't have a television. Well, that's probably true. So I kind of do a little bit of both. So anyway, we have those three, and then we also have Mercury going into Aries. Thank goodness. I'm so glad, because Mercury being in Pisces has made my mind goofy. Well, it makes everyone (laughs) feel like they have rose-colored glasses and can't see where they're going. And I have Mercury in Aries, so I really will like it when Mercury goes into my own sign, and I'll be happy. Because my brain will move a little quicker. Thank you very much. Aries is a little more aggressive and gets things done and news starts coming out that we haven't expected to hear. That's right. So, And then the final one is Venus going into Aries. That's about relationships, so you got to be assertive, ladies. And Venus does not like being in Aries. Mm, No, it's the opposite. it's in constant battle there with itself. Yes, so you've got Venus in the male sign. So hmm, how do you do that? Well, you look at at Ms. Um, Elizabeth Taylor, <laughs> she kind of went after all of her men very aggressively. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did. Yeah, all eight of her was. husbands. Yeah. So that's a good example. I, a really I never good looked example. at her that way, but I, when you say it, I can see exactly you know, like, if you perfect like, picture. I always like to say, if you love me, you will and fill in the blank, and then fill <laughs> in the blank will be, if you love me, you will fight with me, or fight for me. <laughs> and if I cry, I win. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway, okay, so we've got like one minute to get to the Astro Celebrity. We're going to have to do this differently. Well, you never know. Anyway, the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay, it's coming up on the 15 after the hour, and we have to do this in about a minute. Okay, so we can sum this up. He's got a powerful chart. This is Mick Jagger we're doing. His birthday is July 26, 1943. 
and his time of birth is 2.30 a.m., and it's Dartford, England, and he has Uranus on the ascendant, which really explains his frenetic energy. Well, the conjunction of all that Leo, too, with the uh, Pluto, Sun, Jupiter, Pluto, Sun, Jupiter, makes you understand why he does heavy metal stuff. Oh, yeah, heavy, yeah. really heavy. That's right. Yeah. You know, and, of course, the Jupiter adds so much energy to him anyway and the abundance of, you know, positive stuff that he does, and too. And the Gemini rising, he's dancing all over the oh, yeah. stage. Yep, he is. And I kept wondering where his really frenetic, really high-energy weird stuff was. It was Uranus right on the ascendant right mm-hmm. above it. I mean, it's this unconscious sort of thing that just gets like an ants in his pants. It's a fun chart. He's very yeah. grounded, though, for yeah, he is. being out there as much as he is. He's extremely grounded. Yeah. And you were saying that... Uh, he was in Oxford or Cambridge? Yes, he was at uh, the London School of Economics. And he dropped out of school to be a rock star. He knew he was had a special destiny to fulfill. <laughs> which I think is rather very interesting that he's incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would much rather have a book in his hand than anything else. Yes, that's right. He which would. the Gemini thing comes in there. Oh, that's right. Gemini rising and his son, Pluto and Jupiter in the third house, which is the related house. So, yeah. you know, it's all part of it. And one of the things that I kind of looked at as far as what's going on with him physically with his heart valve operation, he has Uranus squaring his son right now. And yeah. that's making an aspect. And so that's going to that's going to change the pace of his life real quick. Mm hmm. And so he has to calm down and relax, and he's having a hard time relaxing. Evidently, he's jumping out of bed and walking around and doing stuff. And going, you know, just take it easy. You know, you don't have to rush it. But he has this sense of that he has to rush stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, well, so he is pretty psychic in his own right. There's yeah, no question is. about that, that with all the planets in the, in the fourth and the moon in the twelfth. Yeah, yeah, that's really psychic. Very, very psychic. So, very, very psychic. So anyway, we got to take a break. Next week, we're going to do this a little differently. <laughs> so I had to see how it was going to go. It was quick and fun. It was quick and fun. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and we will be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for, oops, i got to get my program here. I think this is from Wanda Buckner. Yes, it is. It's for Wanda Buckner, and she is a animal communication specialist, and she's doing a three-hour or anima, animal communication course in four sessions of three hours each, beginning April 11th at 6 to 9 p.m. for $300, and you can register early for a 10% discount. And to register or contact Wanda, you can call her at 360-491-3187, or you can email her at wandasoffice at gmail.com. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I tell you, those sugary cookies. I'm telling you, I'm zappy all over the I, place. I won't give you another one then. <laughs> no, I should have them before I do the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we are going to bring on our guest right now. Rebecca Egan is a very respected astrologer in, in I, th- I don't know, what, Houston? I'm not sure. But, uh, we anyway, know it's Texas. It's in Texas, and she does work on the shadow side, and she works with Jungian symbology and archetypes. So let's welcome her to the show. Well, Rebecca, welcome to... Thank you. You're welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Great. So, looking, oh, there looking it is. Looking forward to talking to you all. 
I just I just heard it. Talking to you all. <laughs> That's so cute. It's great. <laughs> okay. Sorry we're imitating you, but we have a kind of a flat accent in this area, in the in the northwest area. And I never think we ever have an accent, but then I hear myself I'm not other people. Flat. Let me sit up straighter. No, no, you're born from, you're <laughs> born in South Dakota. Oh, so, okay. North Dakota, South Dakota. South Dakota. Okay, Watertown, South Dakota. So they probably have a dialect from there, too, but this Texas is quite pronounced. So anyway, welcome, and let's talk a little bit about how you got into... I mean, you don't just dive off the diving board and into the shadow side overnight. It means that somehow you had some experiences that led you to shadow work, and we're going to talk a little bit about more about what shadow work is, but... So how did you get started? Well, believe it or not, I was going through a divorce. and oh, um, that would do it. <laughs> that would do it. And at the same time, it was my Saturn return. And, All of that, too? Uh, Pluto was exactly conjunct my Venus and going back and forth by transit, and it went over it five times. Nice. Okay, so, okay. so yeah, you have a natural thing for this, sounds like. Okay. So, so I go to see an astrologer, and he... You know, he knew details about me that only I knew. Yeah. And I was astounded. He even knew that I was in a very complicated uh, Pluto-type obsessive-compulsive relationship. Yeah. Where there were no easy answers. And then based on my birth chart, which has a very strong Neptune affinity, that I was trying to heal or fix or save this Okay. I gotcha. And so I go home and I'm like, how on earth could he know all of that? That's amazing. I want to learn how to do this. Right. And oh, you know, that's son, so similar to me. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. My son, was, uh, my son was one year old. Uh-huh. And I had left my husband for this man twice. Uh-huh. Not once, but twice. Twice. And later on, when I started studying astrology and went back, because I'm a journal writer, mm-hmm. um, the exact date when we would pick up and separate and pick up and separate were the exact conjunction. Okay. Very interesting. So, that, so that's what got me into it. And as we both, all three know, as above, as, yes, so below, as, as within, true. so without. And yeah. so there was such a synchronicity. And, and then it took another two years mm-hmm. before I found uh, Liz Green. Oh, good for and you. And I started reading uh, The Dynamics of the Unconscious Great and book. found that that was so profound to me. There's a chapter in there on alchemy that I literally have read it five times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it's it's that good in the in that book mm-hmm. that she co-wrote with uh, Howard Sesportis, her yep. late Two of the partner. best. Yep. Yeah, they were the best. And mm-hmm. I studied with him directly. Oh, you did? I, went, I you know, oh. flew to different places where he was. So that I could meet him and study with him, and he was awesome. So, so you've been a stalker for a while. <laughs> I've been a stalker for a while. Uh huh. So oh, Pluto study- Venus would definitely let you solve that. Well, I had that problem, you know, when I went through the Pluto to Pluto. Pluto to Pluto. Oh. Yeah, conjunct the Pluto. I was in that space. Or Pluto square Pluto. You mean? No. When. Huh? What, uh, Saturn to Pluto, I guess it was. Oh, okay. Saturn, when Saturn came to Pluto, that's what did it. Oh, okay, that would do it. Yeah, that would bring it into reality mm-hmm. focus, wouldn't it? Okay. Okay, so this makes sense to me because this sounds a lot like my background and how I got into it. And I know that you and I 
I've kind of compared a little bit of our astrology, and it's very similar. We were born the same year. Yes, we are. Where's your moon, hon? My moon is in Sag at 26 degrees. Oh, no wonder you've got such a light touch to your voice. Right. You have it right (laughs) at the galactic center. You've got that, you want that humor in there. Oh, for sure. Which is cute. Yeah, it is. You've got to have that. (laughs) <laughs> He's gonna, uh, the laugh is good, too. <laughs> I thought so, too. <laughs> you know, I actually read somewhere in, I think it was Debbie Kempton Smith's book, that right. people with Mars and Sag have a, a cute laugh, and I do. You can actually hear it in the room. Uh, as somebody does a recording, and I laugh. Okay. On the tape. Yeah, we know. We hear it. Yeah, we hear it. You have Mars <laughs> and Sag, too? Uh-huh. I oh, you do. You would. Accent. Yeah, you would, because of when you were born. I was born in March that year, so... Uh, Mars and Scorpio here. Oh, yeah. Eileen's a lot older, just so you know, <laughs> Rebecca. You're the young one. Yes, you're the real <laughs> young on one. On today, you're the you're the young one. Yeah, right. <laughs> you won. Yeah, she won. Yeah, but you're the old one. I have. Don't talk about that. Okay. Let's go back to <laughs> the, the sh- shadow work you're doing, because I so, find this quite fascinating. Yes, it is. It's pretty awesome. So you found... Obviously, you went to an astrologer and he kind of drew, kind of shone a flashlight on all the shadow stuff for you. And you probably went, I don't have any of that. And then you kind of went back and looked and go, whoops, wait a minute. Uh, well, what, ha- what actually really happened is I ordered uh, the psychological horoscope analysis report by Liz Green. Okay. And I, you could, I underlined it in four different colors because you could underline the whole thing. It was so accurate. Oh, that's great. The parts that she said were in the shadow, um, I could not identify with at all. It's like, I'm not like that. Oh, yeah. That's the first clue, isn't it? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so I didn't, even, I didn't even know what the word shadow was. Yeah. So about I don't have two one. years later, <laughs> about two years later. I was afraid he was going to say that. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't take him anywhere. Okay. <laughs> but I'm listening. I like the story. Yeah, I know. I know. So anyway, he brings the comic relief to the show. So go ahead. That's I'm all sorry. Right. All right. I'm, I'm, I understand Gemini energy. <laughs> can't, can't not communicate. It's like, okay. But, but you know what? Sag is the same. So we're the same. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's right? true. So we can just keep doing it, you know. Yeah, kind of. But anyway, so two years later, I um, ordered this report, and I couldn't identify with anything she said was in my shadow. And besides that, I didn't even know what that word was. And so I ignored it. And mm-hmm. I put it in the closet, and I forgot about it. Right. And then a friend of mine introduced me to some cassettes of a Jungian analyst who was an Episcopalian priest. And he was uh, in training. He was in mm-hmm. training to become a Jungian analyst. And mm-hmm. I listened to some of his cassettes, and his views were real different from mine, but he was really making me think. And okay. I decided, I think I want to go with you one Sunday to this church to put a face on these tapes. Nice. And I go with her to the Sunday school class, and then I go with her to the mass, and I couldn't stand him. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't stand him. It was like the, the hair Gee, was do you think he was arm. your shadow or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it was like the hair was crawling on my arms. It was giving me the creep oh, just to God. be in that, just to be inside that church, really. Yeah, And to be watching him, and so she looked at me and she said, do you want to leave? And I said, yes. She could feel it. Yeah. You know, so we actually get a, you know, a feeling in our body when yes. we're repulsed. Yeah. When we're repulsed yep. by somebody. Yeah. And so I went home that day and I started, I kept thinking about him because he became, like, I couldn't get him off my mind. 
Oh no. And I kept thinking about him and thinking about him and then I, you know, I felt really bad because I have five planets in Libra and Venus Neptune in Libra and I thought, well maybe I should go give him a positive thinking tape or something. Right. Yeah. You know I, I mean, I notice all the romantic stuff in your chart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I'm thinking I should go save him, you know. And go then save I remembered him, yeah. then I remembered the word shadow. He said the word shadow. Okay. And it was about four o'clock in the afternoon, and I went to my closet and I took this report out, and the Liz Re- Green report said that this was me, uh-huh. that my shadow, because I was so air and fire, so optimistic, had no earth or grounding, uh-huh. that I was cynical and depressed in the shadow. Okay, yeah, and so all of a sudden it was like a lot of feelings came up for me like wow yeah and i started crying mm-hmm. so it, emotional reactions will bring you your shadow when you feel emotion when you feel it in your body you're feeling this is something that's real the unconscious is bringing oh, yeah. something yeah. about <clears throat> yourself that's right it's very and visceral. so i decided you know what instead of fixing him i need to go meet him oh yeah and so i made an appointment with him and before that, we wrote to each other because he had a, a long, a lot of appointments ahead. And so he, I just asked him, would you at least tell me your birthday? So he gave me his birthday. And just based on his success, I got, I guessed his birth time. And I was only off by about 15 minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. Just, nice. Just that's by really listening to his story. Wow. I could tell. Wow. And so, because I had about seven or eight of his and I listened to them over and over, you know. So I was really listening to what he was saying, and he's a storyteller. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so I have five planets in the third house. Right. So hello. Makes, it makes, <laughs> you yeah, do makes like sense. to talk. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And so does he. So <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> now, I want to ask Rebecca, when you were feeling that it was so repulsive and so negative and you were there the first time, did your nose itch? Because normally um, when, people, when people don't like something that they hear, their hand will go to their nose so quick and they'll just ever so lightly touch their nose because it will itch. Because it smells? Uh, no, it's because it's a natural oh, okay. response that I the body know. does. Just like if you really like it, you rub your chin. Oh, I see. And you don't even know you're doing it. I'm rubbing my chin right now. That's funny. <laughs> I play with my hair. Okay. Okay. okay you're Leo rising too, right? Yeah, you have yeah, seven you play degrees, with your Leo, and I have nine. Okay. And I'm three. What's that? What? what Leo number? rising. Oh, yeah, all of us are. Three, seven, and nine. Three, seven, and nine? Aren't what? you nine? What, nine what? Degrees. Oh, yes, no, seven, I'm nine, seven. I'm nine degrees. Oh, oh I'm you're nine three. degrees. You're seven, I'm seven you're degrees. You're seven, and I'm nine. So oh, okay. all of us yeah, I'm have seven degrees. Uranus is the ruler of our sevens, which I thought yes. was fascinating. We all have Aquarius weird stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. Well, see, this is why I like <laughs> this is why I like having three people on the show. Have Leo rising. We have no trouble being out there. And I have Uranus so in, the, in the in the twelfth. I have Uranus so in the twelfth. Much alike. What's that? What'd you say? The three of us are so much alike. I know we are. We are. Yeah, I can feel it too. Yeah, it's just a, it's a really good synergy. It's remarkable. It is good, isn't but it? But it's fun. It's so, so, it really is. I feel I like mean, three little kids in a sandbox. I know, it's like, so let's play. We should go on a cruise. There you go. That would be fun. Wouldn't it? Now, where do you yeah, live? I think 
we should do that. I think, I think we it's should a good go idea. on a cruise and do and do seminars on the cruise. Oh God! Invite people Wouldn't to come. Oh, let's do a show. Let's do a live show <laughs> yes, instead. It's much more fun. Yes, right. I'm how because like we do psychic showcases where we just you know we, we, you may touch an object, but you don't even have to do that. You can just look at them. You know yeah, all you kinds of know, things right yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of kind of shocking to them. It is. So where do you live in Texas? I live in Houston. Houston, that's what I thought. Yeah. So when are you going to move out of there? (laughs) (laughs) I I love Houston. So she doesn't have to move. But that's right on the, well, that's right on the border. Well. Or right on the. No, 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 no. We're not on the border. We're on the Gulf. We're on On the Gulf. That's what I say. You're on the, that's what I meant, the border. Oh, the border. Oh. Water's coming up, honey, just so you know. Okay. Oh, I see. <laughs> the, you don't want to be on the coastlines. Yeah. It's about an hour and a half from here. Okay. Oh, that you're inland then. Okay, so you're inland. Yeah, I'm inland. Right. It's, oh, it makes sense. It actually takes me an hour to get to Galveston. Okay. 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 We got to take a break. This is we're having too much fun. We don't want to take a break, but we got to take a break right now. So, when we get back, we're going to have more with Ms. What's her face? Rebecca. I don't know. My brain just starts. Wink out. I don't know what it is. Anyway, should we, we're going to blame have, it on that cookie. I will bring, blame it on the cookie. So anyway, when we get back, more with Rebecca and Doug and myself. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Angela Probst, who is an aromatherapist. She's going to be on our show in a couple of weeks, too. Do your New Year's goals include slimming down, increasing your energy, and boosting your metabolism? Did you know that your energy and, okay, did you know your essential oils and essential oil-infused products can help you meet these goals? Contact Angela from Young Living Essential Oils at 253 278 one five nine nine to join her accountability group, and you got to see her because she's really good, you know, and um, she's fantastic. She's fun she, person. She loves being on the show too, so we're gonna, we're gonna have fun with her. So make sure you go see her and contact her at two five three two seven eight one five nine nine. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back Nicole Strickland, the foremost expert on the paranormal activity of the Queen Mary and her research into the sinking of the Titanic. On Saturday, Charlie Serafin talks about the life-changing actions caused by one stupid mistake from his book by the same name. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And our guest is Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca Eigen from Houston, Texas. With a little accent and it's With cute. With a little accent. And a funny little giggle. <laughs> 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 That's her Sagittarius moon. It's just cute. <laughs> it is. And we are not making fun of you, by the way. As no, we find you adorable. We, we find you yeah, adorable. We do, really. Do, we really do. Well, that's wonderful. It is true, you know. I can feel it through the phone. Oh, that's good. We're both real good actors. Yeah, we're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say all three of us. I mean, you know, we it's a Leo rising, it. I yeah, think. I know. We could just take this show on the road, you know what I mean? We really could, so... Anyway, okay, so let's 
Let's go back on your dark shadow, though. I want Let's to get go, into more of dark that. shadows. Yeah, that well, a, I thought it might be interesting to talk about projections. Yes, projections. Good idea. Okay, that works. You know what that is, don't you, yeah. Doug? Okay, just check. Well, most people, you know, have heard that. Most yes. people have heard the word projection, but what, yeah. mo- what many people do not know, and I probably say a lot of people, don't know that we're not the one projecting. It's the unconscious that's projecting. Okay. Mm-hmm. The projection sense. is not of our own volition. True. Yeah. It's stuff that we react to, which is unconscious stuff. Exactly. Right. And so that, you know, one of the biggest hurdles, of course, is knowing that there is an unconscious and there are things about us that we don't know. That's we true. just don't know. And it's a lifelong retrieval process to do this. Yep. It is. Isn't it? You know, when you think about that, it's kind of the pits. You have to keep doing the work, but then, oh, well. But, you know. That's why you came here. That's why we came here. You and learn also, the lessons. And every time we go through a hurdle and go through a specific event, then we have a whole new life experience to ex- to enjoy. Wakens you up. Yes. <laughs> and it's circular. It is. It's circular. It, it goes in a spiral. Yeah, it does. It really does. So, practice, practice, practice. Practice, practice. So did you find that that minister was an interesting projection of you? Oh, absolutely. Oh. Um, we, were, we were a lot alike. And so I, I met with him in person, and then he told me that he was um, teaching a 12-week basic concept of an analytical psychology course at the Young Center. Okay. And so I signed up immediately, and... Um, I took that course from him three times in a period of 20 years. Wow. And many, 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 many classes with him. And um, he was my most influential teacher mm-hmm. of, my, of my entire life. And prior to meeting him, I had studied with many metaphysicians. You know, I had gone to many metaphysical workshops and consciousness expanding classes. And I'd gone to the Unity Church for... Um, eight years, I believe, before I met him, and then mm-hmm. I became fascinated by what he talked about, the shadow, because I realized that that's what I was doing. I was projecting my own cynicism and my own negativity, and he was going through a life transition. He was leaving the church. He was leaving the Episcopal Church and moving into becoming a Jungian analyst full-time. Fabulous. So he was cynical and depressed, and he said, do you see that in me now? And I said, no. You know, it's like when after he after I met with him several times because I actually had several counseling sessions with him, and one of the things that Young advocates is dream work. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you do is you take a, a big dream to the analyst, and that sets the stage for your entire okay. analysis. Interesting. And as you start working with your own unconscious, your unconscious will work with you, and your dreams will just start guiding you all along the way. It's it's fabulous. Yeah. I want to I want to ask something, Rebecca. Just okay. prior to falling asleep, what's the last thing you talk to yourself, your self-talk when you're just ready to go to sleep? I ask myself to dream. Okay. Okay. I do. I ask myself dreams? to remember my dreams. And yeah. if I'm struggling with a question, I go inside and I say, now I know you know and I don't, so you tell me and I'll, I'll hear from you later. Okay. You know, okay. I just talk to myself like that. Okay. Um, I do what, what Young called active imagination. Right. Right. Because when you talk to yourself, whatever you're programming right there before you go to sleep, subconscious is going to work on that big time. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. And so Mm -hmm. uh, people I talk with, I find them telling me, 
well, I, ha I normally go over all the list of things I didn't get done and what I have to do tomorrow and what I've got to add on to the list. And I'm thinking, what a waste of time. Yeah, right. Exactly. Where you could use that subconscious mind to help you bring things to you. Right. Yeah. You and know. You're, t you know, you're talking about having so many books you couldn't live in your house. Well, I'm the same way. When I moved to this house, because this is the second house I buy, mm -hmm. I had 25 boxes of books. And yeah, they my, all were labeled, like relationships, right. young, my, dream work, symbols, yeah. astrology. And my ex-husband and um, my boyfriend at the time and about five of my son's friends moved me here. And, and my ex-husband said, you have a room just for astrology? And I said, uh, yeah. And he, my son said, don't complain, Dad. It helps pay the bills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's, I like your son. He sounds, yeah, yeah, he sounds a pretty really, smart kid. Pretty honest, too. My son is a loaded eighth house person oh, yeah. with five planets in Libra. Okay. Uh, what year? Three in Sag, 1982. Mm -hmm. I, I when you said that three point, I thought this sounds like Asha, and she's born in eighty two, and she's got uh, six planets in Sag. Okay. Oh wow! Well, he so, has three. Yeah, he has three. He has Mars almost identical to mine, and his Neptune is exactly conjunct my Moon. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. I like this kid. Yeah, he's cool. Oh, he's amazing, and he and he started doing shadow work at ten. Oh wow! Good for right. him. Very good. Good work. And because yeah. of him, I wrote my book. Because oh, wow. he kept saying, Mom, you oh, need wow. to write a book. Yep. Mom, you need to write a book. And he would invite me out onto the deck where his friends were, and he'd say, my friends have a repeating pattern, Mom. Would you please come talk to them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing psychological analysis with the kids. Well, okay. people don't even realize they have it unless you've been working on yourself right. and you really got you get a hold of that. Right. And, it, I mean, if you aren't conscious enough to realize that, you know, whatever is going on for the 50th time is just another variation of something from the past. Yes. You know, uh, and then if you don't make, you don't connect the dots, then you don't get the advantage of, of figuring it all out. Now, no, because then you're stuck in victim consciousness. Yeah, pretty much. That's right. Yeah. You I, know, it's like my, my uh, tagline that I use now is the universe always has our back. No yeah. exceptions. Well, That's true. No exceptions. That's true. I've, I've started to blame God uh, for everything that goes wrong in my world, and then I accepted the fact that I am the Lord, the master, the creator of my own universe, and no one else is doing it for me. Yeah. So. Well, myself and my unconscious. Yeah. Because, right. Because our self, the self, what Jung called the self, is our whole life is about circumambulating around that self, okay. that center. Very that true. That center yeah. that wants us to become conscious. Yeah, and becoming ourself is probably the most, in the prime directive, as you would call it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just thinking about when you were talking about your dreams. I, I have had, um, I've had a, one dream, except it's been in a succession of over 30 years. One dream of meeting somebody, and the first time I met this, I was trying to get to him. And then the next year it'd be something this now I'm married to him. <laughs> so, you know. When when do you think this is going to come about? It's never going to happen. <laughs> because he's married to someone well, the else. Dream, it's symbolic of yeah, your it's, inner, in your mail. It is. And the thing is, I also realized because of his talents as a musician, um, his music hits every nerve in my body and in my soul. And I realized that what he was, it was a, it was a direct reflection of my own muse, my creative side. 
And Absolutely. So, yep. Totally. And um, when I realized that, um, I stopped having the dreams. But when I have it, I had one a couple of nights ago. I went, oh, it's time to pay attention. I, I need to unload or download all the stuff that's stored in my in my, you know, my creative basket that seems to be lulling around over there. So it's time to let go of it. So, That's really cool. Yeah. It, well, I, you know, our dreams are symbolic of our inner world. And so yeah, learning about our shadow is the doorway into the unconscious. That's really true. And then we begin the work and it takes a long time to do shadow work. I think it's exceedingly difficult. I'm still doing it. Yeah. I still meet people I don't like. You know, yeah. after 30 years of doing oh, yeah. this, it happens. But oh, yeah. you, write, you sit in a journal and you write. What does it mean? Yeah. What does this mm-hmm. want from right. me? Why this particular person at this particular time? Yeah, and you realize that to the degree of your reaction to the person tells us how much the influence is going to be. You know, And exactly how much of it is unconscious. Exactly. So you've got to bring it forward because yeah. it's actually a valuable part of you. You know, I, I really believe it's parts of us we actually need. They're natural to us, oh, but we yeah. need them. Yeah. You know, we, we it begins in childhood. We repress ourselves. Yeah. You know, think about it. Y'all, all three of us are Leo rising. What did they tell me when I was a kid? You be quiet. You're too loud. I never got that. I had to perform. <laughs> I no, performed I as well. Could you get up and, and sing or play yep. the piano, please? Because I was a musician, so... You know, I was always forced to, and we, we want to hear Eileen play the piano. And I just thought, oh, I hate playing the piano, you know, but, um, but I was a singer later on. But, I mean, that's really kind of how my life was, was based on performance, how well I could well, perform. Trained opera. And, yeah. And that just goes to show how different we all are because yeah. of the placement. Because my south node is conjunct Pluto on my ascendant. Right. And and that means for many, many to me, for many lifetimes I was a star and then I needed to tone that down. Yeah. So your your self node is about toning that down. Whatever it was, you're not gonna get rid of oh, it. Oh yeah. I go care I go to karaoke twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I don't have to be the center of attention anymore, which I used to have to be. It yeah. was compulsive. Oh, I did too. I did too. I've never had that problem, oh, of course. Well, just listen to Mr. <laughs> Denial. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but I love doing it's karaoke it's too. It's remarkable when you get in touch with it. You yeah. See it so much in other people, and you can't stand them. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like any of all the people I hate right now in the in the media. I figure they're all just a mirror. I've got to look at them. I've got to learn to love them. That's right. Yeah. Never met a person yet I couldn't like. It's just that some take a hell of a long time. That's right. That's very true. <laughs> well, our dark side has to marry our light side. It does. Uh-huh. You know, it's yeah. like we have to marry our our dark side. We need that part. Yeah, we yeah, do. Very we much do. so. We have to embrace it. Embrace but, it all. And, and Otherwise, you have to stop leaving it. it behind you. Yep. Yeah, three feet behind you. Bring it to about one foot behind you, and you're good. That's why I can't see it. It's so dang close. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Y'all want to hear something really cool? Yes. Yeah. What? When I when I started teaching, I started teaching with 250 note cards. I have Saturn in the third, so I oh, was like afraid oh, to so death. Oh, so do I. So does he. We all have I that. I was so afraid. To oh, speak yeah. Public, and I had to have 250 note cards. Okay. Do you have any and I just, stationary planets? Huh? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Do you have any stationary planets? Stationary planets. Of my five planets, they're all... They're all uh, Okay, we got to take a break really quick here. Sorry. Okay. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about that. That's something that I'm writing a book about. So, okay. 
So anyway, when we when we get back, we're going to talk some more with Ms. Rebecca Eigen. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Northwest School of Animal Massage, we cover the world of animals. This week, April 7th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We'll check in with our most in need of shelter, uh, Missy's Rescue and Animal Talk. We'll check in with Seattle Dogs Homeless Program, plus a whole lot more. So I hope you can join us on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. This is a live read for Samantha Blodell, Ms. Reiki, Ms. I was going to call her Ms. Beulah May Cake Maker. I know what you were after right away when you said <laughs> Ms. I thought, here comes Beulah May. Yeah. Before the Reiki. And, I know. Or, I, I, before any of that, I want to re, I want to taste that cake, okay? Oh. Uh, yep. Supposed to be the best cake in the world. It is. And, I know. I've had it many times. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear about it. Anyway, so she is a Reiki and Aura specialist. As I said, Beulah May Cake Baker practitioner and she does readings in Mount Vernon as well as Reiki classes. So right now she's got some classes already ongoing, but you can contact her for Reiki classes and Reiki share information at either her website at soulsupper.com or her phone 206-403-0283. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support Thinking for Yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I think she just fell off her chair. (laughs) Well, I hope that you're okay, Rebecca. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we basically we were talking about, and I have we have to explain this. A stationary planet is when it's neither neither retrograde or direct. It's sitting in the sky, not moving. Okay. So it's just before one goes retrograde, or it's right, right. after one comes out of the retrograde. Right, it's in the. Process. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to look at the ephemeris. Yeah, okay, you, actually, yeah, you'd have to look in the ephemeris. It's the to only see. place you can tell it. Yeah, it's the only place you can tell. And also, there's a website astro.com under uh, Louise oh, Lois Rodden's section, which is astrodatabank.com, and you can find it under there. Which I found that out, which is a real time saver. And um, all you have to do is go get the person's data, bring the chart up, and then bring the bigger chart up. And then on that page says um, additional tables. It's, a, it's a, a, a link that you click, and you bring it up, and it'll show exactly where the stationary planets are, say, right on there. So, Well, I'll have to look at that. I'm actually yeah. a distributor for Liz Green. Oh, are you? Oh, that's yes, cool. Yes, I was da- I was dating a cat. I'm not surprised. Said, yeah. Huh? I'm not surprised I, I saw your website. Okay. I was dating a Capricorn, and he said, are you getting a cut out of all these reports you're selling? I mean, you keep sell every time I would start a workshop or give a talk, I'd show my reports. You know, this, yeah. these are amazing. Yep. And so he said, I think you should get a cut out of it. Yeah. So I, so I called, Liz, I called um, Astrid Science and talked to them, and they made me into a distributor. Oh, so that's I'm great. a distributor. That's terrific. In the Southwest. Astrolab is in the Northwest, and I'm in the Southwest. Okay. Because the very first thing I ever got about my astrology chart was a report from Liz Green. Uh, They're amazing. Are they really are? Um, And this was given to me by a very good friend of mine. And he gave it to me for my birthday one year. And 
I still have it. I, I read it the other day. I read it every now and then because it's profound. I, I've probably read mine 20 times over yeah, the years. Yeah, I think me too. Since 1988 when I first ordered it and my son's as well. Right. And um, I sell them on my website. And the I've United never States, ever had a Liz Green report. Well, well, you can order, you can so order one on my website. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shadowdance.com. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, her there. name is up at the top. Just yeah. Liz Green, and if you click on Liz Green, it has all her charts. Yeah. I ah, Do you know who it. Liz Green is? Yes. Okay, good. I figured you probably did, but she's written these reports, and they're um, they're very unusual because they're really in depth. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's. There's what? no astrology words. No, it's there's all, none at all. It's, it's a lot of Jungian psychology. Yeah, really. very cool. Stuff. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, I and, remember. And because of Pittman, because of studying with Pittman, I. Um, read every one of her books at least three times. Oh. I've ha- I have several of them. I have some of the ones from the seminars on psychological astrology. And, uh, of course, Howard Sasportis was, you were lucky to have met him when he was alive uh, because I so admired him, and um, he did such amazing work on the psyche. And, you know, especially the book Through the Looking Glass, The Search for Self and Mirror of Relationships. This was yes, one of my absolute really favorites. Mm-hmm. Absolute favorites. So He was the first astrologer to introduce me to a quote about the shadow. It was the psychological rule says right. that when an inner situation is not made conscious, it happens outside as fate. Uh-huh. When the individual does not become conscious of his inner opposite, the world must perforce act out the opposite and be torn into opposite halves. Mm-hmm. And he had that up on his blackboard when I took this class from him. Mm-hmm. And he had a quote that I put on my book. It's called, it's a quote I actually put on the front cover of my book. I looked and looked, and this I came to see, that what I thought was you and you was really me and me. Wow. I got both of those from Howard Susquartan. He's He was really very dynamic, and he came up with some really brilliant stuff, I think. He was an Aries. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? I forgot about that, but he came up with some really good stuff about Pluto and the moon together. Oh, my goodness. That's stuff that I remember, and it just stuck somewhere. And whenever I'm talking to somebody who has a Pluto moon, I tend to bring up some of that stuff because it's so profound and means so much because he talks about it from such an experiential place. Not just the, no, no jargon or anything like that. It's all about the human experience, which is really, really important and really, really good to hear exactly what it means. And I think that's, you know, one of the things about the way I do astrology, too. And I think you and I are similar that way, that we try to couch it or try to, you know, put it in a place where people can get it. You know, have you ever had this experience? You're not just, you know, stuff like, well, your Pluto's doing its thing to the Mars, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, yawn. <laughs> you know, yeah, got to make it make sense. You got to make it, you know, understandable and describe what it, it is about to do that. So, so anyway, so, okay, is there anything else we need to talk about here? We covered everything. Okay. How talk- can they get a hold of you? Yes. How can we get a hold of you? That's right. At 281-799-2900 and shadowdance.com. Right is my website, and my Facebook page is Astrology Shadow and Seventh House. Yep. 
And my book has a page, The Shadow Dance and the Astrological Seventh House Workbook. Yep, that's a good site. I went to it yesterday and looked at it. Good website. And my um, my shadow group is called Shadow Dancing in Your Relationship. Oh, man, you got to have somebody who's in there who can do that. <laughs> oh. I knew there was a reason why I stayed single. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, you got to have some people on with some really, you know, almost fearless part of them to do that work. It's really, really interesting. So, well, well and you know, to me, doing shadow work is essential. It's like if you are not willing to do it, you're going to go through experiences in life that are going to hurt and puzzle you. Yep, they are. So, the, so the more you are willing to be conscious. The more you're willing to, to know yourself yeah. on a very deep level, the more you can understand what is happening without taking it personal. Right. And because we're going into, we're moving into the Aquarian age, it's not about Pisces and being victims anymore. It's no. not about being martyrs anymore. True. Which we're all, which we're all good at if we have a Venus-Neptune conjunction. I have that. Or Neptune ruling the seventh or the, the ruler of our seventh and the twelfth. You know, yeah, I'm just going or through Saturn that. Saturn and Libra. Right. Mm. Right, exactly. Which I don't have any of that. Learning, having to learn through pain. This has been a lifetime of major pain. And when, oh, when I had my very first re- reading, he said, if you get through this, you don't have to come back. And I'm like, what? What is going to happen to me? Oh, all you'll the, find all out. All of the, uh, he told me that all of the outer planets were going to go over to all my personal planets by conjunction and that that was unusual. Okay. That's interesting. And it happened. And yeah. so I learned a lot through pain. So I feel like I'm in the position to be able to help wow. others. That's amazing. Understand themselves um, and maybe not quite suffer as much. You still have to suffer because otherwise you don't change. Right. We don't change unless we suffer. And so that's, that's it's part of the process. It is the process, isn't it? <clears throat> well, Rebecca, you know, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been awesome. Fun talking with you. Really fun. Yes, and I would love to meet you all. Well, well come, come on up. up. Come on up. <laughs> I live really close to Mount Rainier. So anyway, I've got two minutes left here, and i got a couple things else to do. So thank you so okay. much for being on the show. You're welcome. And we'll have you on again soon. I think well, this is really a good deal. Yep. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay, right now we've got the really quick announcements. After Dark Readings at Burr's Restaurant, B-U-R apostrophe S, that's me. And that's at 6151 Silicon Boulevard, Lakewood, Washington, this Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And so for $20 for 10 minutes, $40 for 20 minutes, you can get a reading from me, and I'm going to be there. So I've already been telling a lot of people, and a lot of people are excited about it, so it's kind of cool. So, I think it's good for you. Thank you. I do, too. Okay, and then the Tacoma Psychic and Craft Fair is on the third Saturday of each month. It's going to be at the Masonic Center in Tacoma, 5405 Puget Sound Avenue in Tacoma, Washington. I have one minute left. And so this is a big new psychic fair that my friend, my former co-host, Winnie, is producing. It's fantastic. So go see her for that. And how do we get a hold of you? Uh, The best is phone number 206-769-4924. Call or text or Karina's Bakery on 6th and Fawcett in Tacoma on Tuesdays at 1030. Thank you. And you can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com or at our show page, JupiterRisingShow.com. And, okay, let's see. Next week, we have on Lindsay McKenna. Woohoo! We're going to have a fun hour that hour. And then the following week, we have Ms. Angela Probst on the show. 
And that's it for us this week. Boy, what a crazy show it was today. We love Rebecca and we love everybody. So I hope you're all listening. You guys have a great week and we'll see you next time. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.